You spend your whole life trying to make it to the NHL. You finally make it. You win the Stanley Cup playoffs. You're a Stanley Cup champion. Then you've got to make a decision. Keep playing the sport that you love or stop using cannabis and go back to the medications that was destroying your body and your mind. What would you do? Well, my next guest tells his story and more. Stay tuned. The good don't grow. We help you understand the benefits. CBD and cannabis, yeah. The good don't grow. We remove the fear of the unknown. By giving you all the facts. The good don't grow. We bring the unbiased content from opposing views to give you nothing but the facts. I welcome you to the show. The good don't grow. Hey everybody, welcome back to Good Dudes Grow. I'm your host, Gary Roberts. My next guest played 14 seasons in the NHL as a winger, left and right side. Jeff Friesen played for the San Jose Sharks, Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, and actually won the Stanley Cup with the New Jersey Devils in 2002 and 2003 season. He has an awesome story and I'm glad he's here today. So let's bring him on and let him tell you exactly how his story ended up, where he's at today, and what's going on. There you go. Can you hear me? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> How you doing? Doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. I, I appreciate you coming on to the show like this, like short notice and answer my email. Oh, absolutely. No, thanks for having me on. So just to give you a little background on, on the, uh, the podcast, it's a new podcast. I work for the fire department. Okay. And what I'm doing is I'm trying to bring the or bring or lose the stigma around cannabis and, and uh, hemp to help the firefighters deal with PTSD, depression, and opiate use, abuse. Awesome. I lost my I lost my daughter to an opiate overdose, so that's yep. how I got involved in all this. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get people's stories like yours. I know yours is a is a, is a good story to bring to people because you were in the NHL. You left when you didn't have to for you know for specific reasons for the yep. same thing that we're going through to people that are trying to regulate things that are actually more beneficial for us than actually letting us try stuff. So uh, how about you just let us know how, how, you know, how you started, how did your NHL career go? Then how how the whole story went through, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, I'll give you a, a, try to speed it up as quick as I can, but I I grew up in Saskatchewan in Canada. So I always dreamt of playing in the NHL. I loved hockey. Um, you know, ironically, I had great parents at a backyard rink in Meadow Lake, Saskatchewan. So I had everything, uh, just all hockey and just loved it. But, you know, as you get into your teenage years with alcohol and, and you know, you talk about drugs or, or pills or, you know, or getting into girls and relationships, that type of things, uh, you know, it's, it's very, uh, it's very real, you know, and I think we are people, um, you know, that are all the same, that, that we struggle with, with physical uh, challenges and mental challenges, to be honest. Um, you know, sleep, anxiety, depression, um, you know, you could lose a loved one. I mean, we're all going through so much. So for me, uh, it's just really important to have, you know, I guess a substance that, that can help you medically or help you solve the problem and, and maybe that's just giving you a little inner peace where you're just you're calm uh you know it's you know for me it's it's really about finding you know what works works for you and being a professional athlete and going through the the entire uh nhl career i, I spent a lot trying to be a, a top fitness champ i was that in san jose so i put a lot of emphasis on being in great shape but I had a hard time sleeping, you know, I played through 
multiple, uh, you know, shoulder separations for three months where I'm getting cortisone shots. And again, this isn't blaming the NHL. I loved every second of being in the NHL, but it's more about just doing what's right for your body and doing what's right for the longevity of, of your life where, you know, people look at alcohol. That's, that's one way you bury physical and mental pain and you kind of become someone else, so to speak, or you just need a break from the hour of the day and you just need to just be able to relax and, you know, and, and the addiction part with, with all of these things, you know, are, are, are certainly, uh, you know, something to look at, but, you know, for me, when you look at the, the cannabis plant and the cannabinoids and all of the medical values, I've, I've read books on, uh, just book after book on all these values. And I'm, my heart's really in can it help, you know, not only hockey players, but firefighters, cops, just every single person on the planet. If there's any opportunity, and especially when, you know, having kids and having a daughter, like my daughter, the last thing I want is, is to be on alcohol or pills or something, you know, I, I just think marijuana for me is, is not thrown into um, all the hard drugs. Uh, I think it's... Uh, you know, alcohol, I know it's been part of our society and people use that, but it can be very addictive and can be very uh, uh, terrible to someone's life, too. So I think marijuana, just in general, my heart just speaks 100 percent to say there's truly medical value there that can really help a lot of people. And I hope the scientists really just keep pushing this forward. And, uh, you know, who knows when the day is, but there's more and more medications derived from that plant. Right, right. And my, my background, I'm from originally from Canada. I'm from Montreal. So I'm a big hockey fan. I hung out with uh, Patrick Brisewell at the time and all, and all these and Eric Desjardins and all them. Yeah. I never really played hockey. I had two choices, either get on skates or skis. And I kind of chose to ski. To yeah. ski area. <laughs> In Canada, you got those two choices, no two winter sports. But I understand where you're coming from. As an older, I would say, weekend warrior athlete now, I started doing like CrossFit like 10 years ago and I started competing and started, you know, hurt myself more and more and beat myself up. And I tried to find stuff to actually help me recover better and all this. This is where I fell into the hemp and the cannabis. Well, not the cannabis per se because we're not allowed as firefighters, but this is where I started studying more and more of the benefits of it. Mm -hmm. And as I studied that, I, I realized I came to I came to realization that my daughter from car accidents was actually hooked on opiates, and so then I started going like the medical way of like maybe this can help her off that. How can that happen? And like you, I started reading a bunch of books, I started doing anything else, but I'm I'm not sure about out there. But when I started looking at it, it was, still wasn't legal. It was hard to. The biggest thing is finding a reputable source because as soon as it's like people saw money, it became like everything else. All the mom and pa's came out. Everybody came out of the woodwork. Everybody was selling anything. You can buy it at the gas station. You can get a Slurpee with it. You, you know, you never really knew what happened. And that's where I finally found a, a proper place to actually get the right stuff. And unfortunately, it was too slow to help my daughter. But that's where we created the whole aspect of, well, let's try and help firefighters because we go through stuff, you know, the stuff we see on a daily basis, most people see us as, right, we're cool. You know, it, it's, you know, they see you on a calendar, they say they're cool, they're tough, they're this, but every day we're getting pretty much, how do you say, slapped in the face with either a kid dying, your uh, parent dying, uh, mangled bodies, uh, and then you're 24 hours on stress, waiting for that bell to go off to jump at hundred miles an hour. And I don't feel that there's enough conversation about cannabis and hemp. It's more pushing people towards, like you said, 
recreational drinking, like, all right, I had a bad day. I'm going to go to the bar. I'm just going to start drinking. And then next thing you know, it leads to sleep disorders. And then I'll go to the doctor, get a Valium here. And then next thing you know, I'm trying, trying to work out. I hurt myself there. I get a pain pill. So like you said, I believe in how it can help. I've seen it help personally. I have a, some hemp products. I hurt myself, started taking it. And uh, I'll be honest, I thought it was a placebo effect and it completely helped with what was going on. There are a bunch of studies out there and I'm really trying to find a way to actually start a conversation with like an upper management style because they're all, as soon as you say hemp or anything else, they see weed, they say bad stuff, they see terrible stuff. So this is why I'm trying to draw more people that are, I hate to use the word kind of like superstars or, or whatever, but more the average people that know about it and used it for a specific reason. And those stories can actually highlight how it can actually help. So you started, I think it happened to you, I think in 2005, it, it started where you had a, you tore an abdominal muscle, correct? Correct. Yeah. And then what ended up happening, it didn't heal properly. It became a hernia. And that's where you started getting a little bit more into into like pain management with pills and everything else. Is that how it all started? Well, yeah, it started. But when I was in my playing days, that's when Big Pharma took a lot of these um, prescriptions, you know, with weed being illegal. And, you know, there was commercial after commercial, you know, and, and every two years of the patents run out, there's more medications for depression and pain and sleep and, and literally everything. It was a huge, you know, huge money, as you say. So, uh, for me, those pills just do not work. And I'm not saying that maybe the odd one does for someone, but to, for me, it was a vicious cycle and especially opiates or, you know, for me, Ambien worked, but, you know, people that take that know that it, it doesn't work after you start taking it and then you rely on it. And then you got to, you got to crush it or something to get it in your bloodstream quicker because you won't be able to fall asleep, you know? And, and to me, that's, a very dangerous game to play. Uh, I know with opiates, uh, I don't really see much benefit other than just really, you know, if your arm fell off or something, you need an opiate maybe. But you know, to be just something where you're having wine and and you know, crushing a couple or or having Vicodins or whatever oxycodones. I mean, Percocets. You know, but um, you know, for me that. You know, and again, I wasn't a superstar. You know, I was fortunate to start in the NHL at 18. I was on a pretty quick road there. It's not not easy to do, but I went down that road where there wasn't options. And, and I wasn't a superstar, but I know that I was a fitness champ in San Jose, and I took a lot of pride in training um, and trying to be the, the best athlete I could be. So for me, I was trying to do his best for my career too so the last thing i wanted to do was have an addiction kind of derail or really take away from maximizing your potential as an athlete so and a professional hockey player that was my dream and you know and all of a sudden be trying to do the right thing and become addicted on these things and really knowing you know and looking back seeing how toxifying they are for me it's 100 percent. and again i know these things need to go through the fda and and all these things but I can always say I was a professional athlete in the NHL and hockey. I only want to do what's best health-wise. You know, I, I don't, you know, look at it to get high or drunk or any of this type of stuff. You know, it's truly just to manage your life and try to do it in the healthiest way possible. And I think that 100% for me, whether you're a firefighter or anything, I mean, the stigma around it 
it's 100% inevitable. And I don't know if it's five years, two years, 10 years, 15 years, there will be no stigma. This plant is, is amazing. It do a lot of great benefits. And, you know, it doesn't mean you just, you know, uh, rely on it. You still got to work out. You still got to do your normal life. You can't just rely on something and, and do nothing. But um, certainly we need good options. And for me, it, uh, it can really help a lot of people. And, you know, even elderly people with arthritis. I mean, when you start looking at all the research and people start looking at, you know, fighting cap cancer, Proposition 215 was put in California because Steve Cubby was told he was going to die. And he's stayed with cannabis and it, and it cured his cancer. I mean, the, the man's still alive. So, you know, that's how it all started. And I that's to say there's real evidence when things like that happen. But I know pain, inflammation, I mean, people that deal with pain, you know, you get very irritable, you're, uh, you're angry, you know. So to have medications that are safe, that can help manage that uh, with different options that are available. I mean, to me, a lot of them are a joke because they are so addictive and and even alcohol, for that matter. I mean, I know it's recreational, so to speak, but, um, you know, truly people use that to deal with pain. So I don't know. For me, it's uh, the FDA. I know you got to go through it, but I, I don't think FDA people are professional athletes, you know, like, um, so I don't know. I just think there's been too much bad stuff out there, and I'm really, you know, hoping and praying that uh, the cannabis will just can keep continuing. And, um, you know, there's so many things like autism that hasn't uh, been touched. There's tons of research for that to help, you know. Uh, PTSD, you know, I mean, there's so many people that go through that. I mean, like you said, being a firefighter, I can't imagine. And I have had friends that are firefighters and cops and the things that, both of those industries see uh, it's it's not something you see on the media. It's just I've done ride-alongs. It's it's something that I couldn't do, and I have a lot of just kudos to cops and firefighters because the things they they see, or, or even surgeons that deliver babies. I mean, there's just certain things I know I could not do, and you know. But you go through a lot when you have to go and answer a call, and you see all the emotional pain that you know a loved one that. You know, who knows? I mean, firefighters, I'm sure, see it all. So it's just, it's a whole different world. So at the end of the day, when you're battling through that mentally, I think that there needs to be the right medications that are safe for the public. And I believe that cannabis can uh, medically really make a difference and impact for a lot of people. And I hope that I'm, I'm correct on that. I think it's inevitable. But again, I'm, you know, I'm not a know-it-all. It's just something in my heart. I love hockey and I, I think... Going down that road, it, it led me to a, a plant that I think can be very beneficial for a lot of people and in a responsible way, and, and hopefully, you know, we can get there. Right. And that's the biggest thing that most people don't realize. There is a lot of literature out there. There is a lot of studies out there. You just got to look for them. They're not just going to, you know, be on the news and show you. So when people tell me, oh, there's nothing about it, it's no, it's not, some of it's anecdotal, but it's not all anecdotal. People are doing more and more research continuously on the plant and everything else. Yeah, let, and let one, one thing on that, just for me, is I lived through that. So for me in my heart, I know that it does work, you know, and I know that the research, I mean, to have major insomnia and have just the things that I was diagnosed when I was playing and, and they were all, you know, a lot of tests through the highest doctors in the NHL are really good doctors and, and it's not treated like it's a joke. So I was diagnosed with all these things and it just came to a point one day where 
you know, it just wasn't the answer. I was on medication to medication, spending time and, you know, seeing a psychologist, psychiatrist. I mean, it was just never ending, to, you know, ADD, ADHD. I did all the tests and, yep, you're, you know, you have attention deficit disorder and, you know, the list goes on. But for me, that just was not a road. It was just continual pills and I really couldn't find the answer. So, you know, again, it's... uh for me, it's a safer approach medically, but um, I think it just takes time for the Like you said, the money, I think when the media doesn't want to say there's a lot of research out there, but there's more than people think. This The research has been going on for 30 years. I mean, GW Pharmaceuticals working with, you know, childhood epilepsy. They have autism programs. They're the world leader. And, and just working with CBD, I think THC, they just started to go through the FDA and should be approved shortly. And I think that'll be a big move for marijuana when THC is looked at with all its great benefits too. And I know there's a risk of the high or whatever, but compared to opiates or alcohol or ambience or a lot of these, it's uh, you can smoke all the weed in the world and not come close to the toxicity of those, in my opinion. So... I just think there's a safer approach, and I, I think a lot of people could benefit. But um, to me, it's laughable that people look at it like there's no medical value or it's just a recreational thing. It's, uh, you know, it's more than that to me. But I, I guess time will tell, but I, I think it's inevitable. We'll, we'll see. Are, are you currently working with any companies now? I think I saw you working with one company. Are you still with the same company? Yeah, I've actually, I mean, hockey is my, my true love. I mean, I... I know in my heart, cannabis just through my life journey, even when I was growing up, my mom, you know, my mom and dad were very against marijuana because it was really, uh, you know, my dad probably would have whooped my butt if he, you know, he just, he, he was just dead against it. So for me, I, I went through this naive world at 31. I wasn't introduced to marijuana really. I mean, it, it was just something where I said, you know, I'm all these pills. And someone said, why do you need your med card? You know, it's in California. And I thought, well, it stinks. You know, I don't really, you know, I, I don't really know, like, really, you know, it was just, and at 31, I was amazed. And I had struggles reading. I mean, my story could go on and on. I mean, I had really struggled with reading growing up. I just, I couldn't put words together. I didn't know why. So when I broke in the NHL, I wanted to know why. So a lot of, that's where it was attention deficit disorder. Yeah, you have ADD, you know, um, not schizophrenic. Uh, but you have, you know, there are gaps when you're reading and certain things. But for me, when I had marijuana, I struggled with all these things. And I instantly started reading on my screen and it just seemed different. I could fill the gaps. So I don't know if, I just think there's, you know, a lot of potential for, you know, to help people in a lot of ways with this plant but again well you know it's up to the scientists and the fda and but people need to speak out i i have no obviously anymore i just think it, it should be accepted as part of our culture there's really nothing wrong i mean people may not like the smell i guess and you got to be respectful and right um but again the, the stigma a hundred percent to me is around it's people that smoke weed and they have two beers and then they pop a couple pills and it's like, Hey, I'm going to blame the weed. You know, it's like, no, if you use something medically and you're, you're just, you know, use, you know, even if you have to have a joint or smoke a bong or have something that will leave you at night for me, even a hundred percent, I say it's okay. Just because 
you can't compare it to alcohol or pills. To me, the mind just shuts down. And there is just unbelievable studies about how therapeutic it is for your brain and just actually developing brain cells. And, exactly. you know, and, and again, it's fighting cancer, autism. It's, it's without a doubt, the greatest anti-inflammatory drug you could have. It just does wonders for inflammation. So again, I, I, I think there's just miracles. There's a hundred different cannabinoids plus in the plant. Uh, obviously THC and CBD are the dominant THC giving you the, the high, so to speak, CBD, no high, but I don't think as great a benefits as THC. And that's just for me. I mean, some people may find just as much in CBD. I'm not afraid of the THC portion in the plant either, but there's also CBN that's, you know, companies are working, um, with rare skin disorders. Um, you know, I mean, and, and it's, it's more a dream for me too, to see these other little molecules and, and could they have potential, you know, in autism. And I know like THCV, I believe is the one GW is looking in autism. So I'm just hopeful that, you know, these, uh, cannabinoids can play a role in the future and, and, uh, you know, and just, just help, help us all. One, <laughs> 100% agree with you. Jeff, I'm not going to take any more of your time. I do appreciate the phone call. Yeah, thank you. And if, is there anybody, are you on the Instagram or anything that people can follow you at? Or You know what, I'm not. I'm, I'm kind of a, yeah. Quiet person? Yeah, you know what, I'm not into that. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I can't get into the, the, the media. I Again, I wasn't a superstar when I played, so I'm not uh, trying to get the most hits or anything. But right, right. This is what I love. I appreciate you having me on, and hopefully, people out there that are listening, uh, I just love what you're doing, and I know it's inevitable that people will remove that stigma. But it's it's fine if people you know have that. It's okay. But um, right, more important than anything for the people that want other options that aren't available. Certainly, cannabis can can fill a hole and I hope it does medically in the future. And I know big pharma, you know, a lot of companies are, are trying to do put the research in. It takes a lot of money, but once, uh, I believe THC is, you know, I think it'll be very soon. It'll be helping multiple sclerosis and then we'll go from there. But, um, I agree. anyway, I, I, uh, I appreciate you having me on. It was great talking and, uh, we will get a chance to talk in the future. Definitely. Thank you for your story, and hopefully everybody enjoys it as well. You have yourself a great day. Awesome. You too. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. All right. If you're still listening to this, that means you gained some type of value. So what we need you to do is leave a review and make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode of The Good Dudes Grow.